Andy, it's great to see you back on the tour. It's your third tournament back. We're recording this at the Australian Open. How does it feel to be back with Kevin after playing a few tournaments with different partners last year? Yeah, thanks. Uh, first of all, I'm also very happy to be back on the tour. You know, I missed uh, almost nine months last year after my sur uh, knee surgery. So I'm really excited uh, to be back, especially here at this place. Um, I had to pull out last year and couldn't play the Australian Open, which was a bummer. Went home and got the surgery a few days later and uh, was watching everything on TV. And I was working really hard in rehab to get back to this level and hopefully come back the year next year, which is now. And I'm just super excited to be back with Kevin, uh, playing again, you know, we played uh, three years together, we had a lot of success and um, yeah, I'm really, we're really pumped uh, to be back playing and um, I switched uh, the partners a little bit uh, because Kevin was, was successful with the Tikao last year, they wanted to make Turin finals, which they made in the end, um, so he asked me if he could finish the season with him, which was fine for me and then I just tried some different partners, you know, tried to get my level back to, 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 to top level and, um, and start the year fresh with Kevin now and um, it's going well so far. Um, last week was already pretty good in Sydney and here we're playing better and better as the tournament goes on so hopefully we can make it uh, far again here. I mean first time here but far in every tournament hopefully. What were the conversations with Kevin like when you started to get ready to come back on the tour? Because given that you've had such success with him, it must have been a little bit like a relationship where, you know, you're going out with somebody else's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually exactly what I said yesterday, uh, two days ago in the press conference. You know, they, they asked me how it felt, felt to play again with Kevin. It feels a little bit like... Um, you split up with your girlfriend. Uh, your long, um, long you had have a long relationship with your girlfriend, and you break up, uh, and you have a break for a year, and you come back together. You know, it's 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 a bit similar, and um, then you you actually realize um, how how well it worked um, when when we played together. And um, of course, I missed playing with Kevin, and I hope he also did did it with me. And um, yeah, we're just super happy to play again. Um, and uh, sometimes if you don't play together, you actually realize uh, what you have, you know, what's, what's going well. And uh, you don't, now we don't take things for granted, especially now um, being back healthy again. I'm just super uh, thankful for that, you know, to have the opportunity again to, to, to do what I love the most, you know, to, to, to play tennis. You know, it's our biggest passion. And, and uh, to come to places like that, Australian Open, that we watched on TV when we were kids, being here in super, super nice weather, great conditions here in Melbourne. It's just really a dream and we're enjoying that and hopefully we can have a deep run here. Is there anything that you and Kevin are doing differently as a result of things you learned with Golubev, Middlecoop and the other half dozen people you played with and that he learned with uh, Takao? Yeah, for sure. You know, there's always uh, new things you can learn from different partners. You know, when you when you do um, do your own things uh, in practice or preparation for the matches, tactics, uh, whatever it is, um, you have your you have your own routines over over some time. Um, we, I mean, we played three years together. We uh, you have your routines, you know, and and when you play with new partners, you learn something new. Maybe they they understand it a little bit different. They they uh, interpret the game a little bit different. They make some different tactics to, to the same opponents we played. And maybe they, they recognize some other weaknesses that we didn't really notice when we played uh, some opponents. And 
just Kevin also told me when he was playing with Horia uh, that they worked on, on on different things in practice, especially between the matches. They were actually work kept working on the weaknesses, and um, I mean we also do that, but. Um, of course, it's always a little bit different, you know. I mean, he played on a different side. He played on the deuce side with Horia. I, I stayed on my deuce side. Um, played with five different partners and learned a lot of new things. Yeah, and uh, try to implement that for for our game as well. So, in what way are you a better team now than when you won Roland Garros in 2019 and 2020? Yeah, we won. Um, two French Open titles on clay and uh, our goal is to be uh, consistent on, on all the surfaces you know I, I, I honestly don't think we're clay specialists um, in that matter you know I, th I really think I really believe that we can do well on, on all the other surfaces and all the other Grand Slams I hope uh, by the end of our career we, we, we won all four Grand Slams that's that's our dream that's our goal you know and um, I mean if if we win five or six French Open and no other Grands, and that's also fine <laughs> with us, you know. Um, as long as we have a better record than Rafa uh, at Roland Garros, that's also okay. <laughs> now I'm joking, but no, of course, uh, we want to do well in every tournament. And I think we improved as a team. I think the time with Horia Tikau helped Kevin because he's really experienced uh, doubles player. He knows a lot of things. Um, he's been around for so long. He taught Kevin one or two things, you know, and... and um, yeah, I hope I hope that we can show that in the next uh, this year already, and hopefully reach our goals um, in the next few years, um, making deep runs in other Grand Slams as well. I mean, we made semis at the U.S. Open, we're close to making final there already. Third round Wimbledon now, third round uh, Australian Open. Just want to be consistently in the top ten and and uh, be consistent uh, in all tournaments. That's our goal. When you think back to when you were six, seven years old and you picked up a racket for the first time and then you went to college in America, what would you say to the young Andy Meese about life on the tour at 31? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm sometimes uh, still thinking about the time when I started uh, playing, you know, when I watched uh, Boris Becker winning Wimbledon and watching um, Tommy Haas and all the, all, all the German guys um, and I would say to the little Andy, you know, just uh, I, I hope I hope um, he would be proud on me right now, and, and I would also be proud of the little Andy, you know, that he came came that far and he made it uh, to the tour and playing professionally professionally is is my dream come true, you know, and um, I would just tell him to to enjoy enjoy it as much as I can. Um, and uh, because time flies, uh, I'm 31 now. I hope I, ha I hope I have another 10 years on the tour. I hope so, um, if I'm healthy. And uh, yeah, just always work hard and enjoy tennis, enjoy life. You know, that's the most important. Do you get youngsters who come up to you and say, "I want to be a professional tennis player"? Of course, you know, in my home club in Cologne, um, there are little kids, you know, watching my practices and they come up to me and they're like, yeah, Andy, great what you're doing, what you achieved. I hope I can be like you one day, you know, and be on the tour winning Grand Slams and doubles. It doesn't matter, you know, doubles or singles. They just want to be part of part of it, you know, as, as I wanted it. Um, and I also wanted to play singles, but because of my knee, I switched to doubles and um it's still, uh, I'm still enjoying it a lot. You know, it's 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 really great to be here, and um, yeah, I hope there are more 
young kids uh, coming up, especially in Germany. I hope um, the next generation uh, is waiting. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, I can motivate them um, to come up and uh, pick up a racket and, and hopefully achieve good things in the future as well. And what would you say to a youngster who wants to make it in tennis and just wants to get some wisdom from somebody who is regularly on the tour, who's won Grand Slams? What single piece of advice would you give to a young player? My advice is um, put the phone away, pick up a tennis racket and uh, enjoy playing tennis, work hard and uh, and you can achieve anything in life or in tennis. You know, if you, if you believe in yourself, if you love what you do, if you have passion for the sport and you work hard, you can achieve anything. So that's, that's my advice. Growing up in the Cologne area, you had the World Team Cup in Dusseldorf, a tournament that doesn't exist anymore. But that must have been very important for you to give you that, the connection to the tour as a youngster and to be inspired. How important do you think that is, that youngsters get the chance to see uh, the professionals playing you know, in the flesh? Oh, that's that's so huge, you know. I, I remember I was annoying um, my, my parents to watch uh, the Arak World Team Cup in Düsseldorf every year and I wanted to go there every day, you know. I was, I was, I was walking around the site uh, with a big tennis ball and I was collecting autographs uh, the whole week and I was driving my family crazy because I wanted to be there all day. From I could watch all the matches, practices and I was a big fan, you know. And I, and I was enjoying the matches and I was trying to sneak in the stadium and sit right behind the players box and get the autographs, get a wristband and as, as I can see a lot of kids here as well uh, doing that uh, at the matches, you know, I was the same and um, that was really inspiring um, and, and I, I went home the next day and I was practicing so hard uh, and I was imitating Tommy Haas or, or Nicholas Kiefer or whoever, you know, Pete Sampras, uh, whoever I saw in Dusseldorf, the, all the legends played there, you know, and that was really inspiring for me and I think it was really important for me to, to see that, you know, so you have to see it with your own eyes and, and be there live because it makes such a big difference compared to watching it on TV. Uh, to watch tennis live is, is so cool, you know, it's, it's such a pleasure and... Um, yeah, it was a great time. You know, unfortunately, they removed the, this this tournament a few years later. But um, we now we, we still have great team competitions, you know, and a lot of tournaments even in Germany that they can attend and watch. And of course, it was not easy because of COVID. But I hope uh, that the fans can come out again soon, uh, and the courts are full, and al also the doubles courts will be great. You know, it's always fun to play in front of the the kids and the fans. Yeah, it's great. Doubles doesn't always get the same recognition as singles. Do you feel that it helps the promotion of doubles in Germany to have uh, Sasha Zverev as one of the world's top players because that keeps the focus on tennis? Or do you feel that that takes away the focus from your and Kevin's achievements? I don't think that takes anything away from the other, you know. I think we can actually help each other and, and get the focus uh, on tennis. Um, I'm, we're happy if, if, if the singles guys uh, or other doubles teams are doing well. You know, it's great to see Sasha um, having a shot, a shot at number one now and um, if he wins the tournament. And uh, it's also great to see other guys coming up um, and, uh, and doing big things on the tennis tour. You know, I don't think it's, it's bad for us. I think we can support each other. I think we can, if we all do well together, I think we can... Uh, attract uh, more fans and more people also in Germany of course it helps if you win a Grand Slam or two that uh, 
they recognize doubles a bit more. We know that we know that singles is the main focus and doubles is the second focus probably. You know, but um, we know that if we play well, we get a lot of attention, and, and if not, uh, that's that's also fine. We don't we don't need that, but. Um, it's it's definitely nice if you get recognised like that uh, when you play well. Obviously, Sasha got recognised because of because of the Olympics last year. One of the real disadvantages of your knee surgery was that you missed Tokyo. But the advantage is there's only three years to wait for the next Olympics. Is that very much on your radar? Yes, of course. Uh, I was I was uh, really disappointed that I missed Tokyo. You know, it was it came one month uh, too early for me. I knew that when I had the surgery, I, I looked it up right away. When are the Olympics? How long is the rehab going to take? Doctor said probably six months. Olympics were taking place uh, five months after the surgery, so I knew it was going to be really tough, especially with the cartilage problem in the knee. It takes at least six months, and I came back pretty much around that time in Toronto, played the U.S. tour, U.S. Open also, and um, yeah, that was actually that was that was tough to miss that tournament. But but I but I knew that if I do the surgery I can play a lot of more years hopefully and, and be part of the next Olympics which, which is fine which is in Paris yes exactly yeah. it's a place that we love you know we always like to play in Paris I don't know why it's because of the memories and um, looking forward to that hopefully I'll be fit in three years